Hey, Facebook. Hey, YouTube. It's Angie. And Renee. And we are here to talk, talk about, about it. it. <laughs> oh, if I can just get my hair right. It's these glasses and the hair is just, yeah, it's not a good thing. I ain't even going there. I ain't even going there. We're going to talk about no hair. These little yeah. things in my head. I cut. You about to cut it again? No, I'm a I'm I'm trying to be patient and let it grow. I'm trying. Trying. Okay, yes, yeah. let it grow. I'm trying. Yeah. Uh, I done put these little twists in my hair. I'm like, who's gonna take these out of my head? This this is mine. And by the time I got halfway through it, I was like, who taught me to do these twists this small? <laughs> yeah, they're cute though. Well, thank you, Dottie. Are we live? Um, it says we're live for one minute and fifty-one sec. Three, four, fifty. It's going. <laughs> okay. I didn't realize we were that live. I said that live. Hmm. Yes. So. Oh, the waiting room. Hold yes. on. Let me see if I can get some. Let me share this real quick. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> okay. Share. Where are these glasses? Hey, Tamika. What's going on? I'm going to try to take my glasses off and see if I can see. Oh, goodness. No, we, yeah. need, we need you to see, but we need you to see. <laughs> uh, everything looks blurry right now. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. So our topic today is the waiting room. My, my, my. The waiting room, the waiting room. The waiting, okay. room. the waiting room. Let's talk about it. What about <laughs> the waiting room? Um, the waiting room. I tr I tried to do some research on the waiting room, and it's like it started off in the natural with the waiting room. Uh, came about. It was 1645, I think. Mm. And literally after that, it was just it fell off the face of the earth. So wait, hold on. What was the waiting room? It literally just said that it was created in 1645 and it was created for people to wait in like the dentist. It was the dentist where it started off. Okay. And then literally from 1645 to like 2000, maybe early 1900s, that was the last thing that I could find literally about, yes, it was so strange. And wow. then it just instantly went into designs of the waiting room, how to design it, all of that. So I was just like, okay. Um, so yeah, that's what I found in the natural. And we start talking about the spiritual part. Come on, let's talk about it. Now, the waiting room, I looked it up and I was just like, what is the waiting room um, in reference to um, the spiritual piece? And it says that um, it said that the biblical uh, wait, waiting room is an active verb indicating we have to wait. 
It says you have to be aware um, of all senses of what is occurring around you and discern the right time to do what is next. Okay. So it's basically saying that um, waiting is a verb. We have it's an action word. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay. So I I get I hear you. So it's saying you have to 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 be there. And it's like you said, it's an action word. We're not just sitting there. Because if you look at the thing it in the natural, right? And you're looking at the dentist's office or the doctor's office or the emergency room, you're just sitting there and you're just waiting. And you're sometimes you're worried. Sometimes you're, you know, you might read a book, sometimes you might go to sleep. Um, I do think that. It really, really matters how you wait. It matters a lot how you wait. Um, because we will we'll pray for stuff. And you're like, I'm waiting on the Lord. But how are you waiting on the Lord? And if this is saying to be aware through all the senses of what is occurring around you and discern the right time, to do the next thing. You won't know what the next thing is or when the right time is if you're not paying attention. Right? You also won't know what's going on if you uh you also won't know what's going on or what the next step is or even to be able to move to the next step if you're not preparing. Because think about it, when you're in labor and delivering, you're in the waiting room, you have to be able to, uh, you're waiting for the baby to be born. And usually when you're in that waiting room, you're what? You're bringing things to be able to take the baby home because you know what the next step is. When you said that, I was thinking about when um, KV, when my daughter was giving birth, we had to wait. Oh my gosh, like three days we were waiting. And I, me, you, I have no patience. Right. And the yes, nurse was like, come not. over here. She was like, come up. And I said, no. <laughs> she looked at me like, and I, we took the picture, but I'm going to find a picture, I'm going to send it to you, of her telling me, you know, just wait. The baby's coming, just wait. And I'm like, doing this. She looked at me, she said, in the picture too, she said, she was so mad at me because I was just like, when is he coming? Like, hurry up. When is he coming? Right. Um, and I'm not a good waiter. I'm not a good patient to wait. Patiently yeah. waiting. I'm, that's not me. Yeah, she's I'm not. She's, that. I'm that's the truth. Yeah, I'm waiting on that. I'm working <laughs> on the waiting part. Working um, on the waiting part? Yeah, working on that patience with patience. Mm-mm. Patience. But also... um when I was just writing and looking up, um, thinking about the waiting room, um, it's just, it, it's, it's, what came to me was what the waiting room, waiting, the God's waiting room is a place that change takes place in our life, in a situation. Um, and we're in expectation for a miracle. Yes. Um, and being an expectation for a miracle and waiting on that miracle to happen, it's not easy. 
um, right. you know, and being in expectation. And when you're in expectation for a miracle, that means something bad is 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 taking place. Mm -hmm. um, you don't need a miracle if everything's good. A miracles generally take place when things are going bad. But waiting in the expectation, that's where a lot of people get lost. Mm. Waiting for the change to take place. Um, so what do you say or how do you say that we should wait? Um, I, I feel like how we should wait is we should prepare. We should, I mean, if you're, if you're waiting for, we'll just say, we'll go back to the baby again. You're waiting for your baby to, to be born. And a lot of times, what do you do? You get the nursery ready, right? You get their space ready. You uh, Sometimes you paint the room, then you're going to clean it out. You get the crib, you get the, the diaper thingy thing, the changing table. Look, the thingy thingy, the changing table. You buy clothes, bottles, milk, you know, whatever it is that you may need for the baby. You don't wait until, or not if you are, um, if you're being proactive, then you're going to do that before. Now, yes, we do have sometimes where the baby may be premature or something like that. But even still in those times, sometimes you, you have things, you know, so you have to prepare. I agree. 150%. Mm -hmm. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, I found a scripture also that goes along with what you're saying, not with prepare, but um, I would say also be still. Mm. Um, because that's one of the hardest things to do is to be still while we're mm. in the waiting room. Like you said, we're anxious, we're anticipating what's next, we're waiting. Um, and for me, being still and not trying to go ahead is one mm. of the hardest things to do. Right. Um, in the waiting room. And when we are not still in the waiting process, we could get ahead of God and can mess up everything that we've been waiting for. Oh, that's good. That that is really good. And I think that is actually that should be number one is to be still, because during that time of being still, that's when we should pray and we should seek God's face. We should seek his instruction. So I do think that we should change we should flip that number one is be still <laughs> be still pray seek his his uh his guidance seek his face and then that way you'll know what how to prepare and what to prepare so yeah i think yeah number one is be still and it's it is very hard because we're like and that's why if you notice like sometimes god doesn't give you everything at once if he knows his child, because he knows his children. Because if he gives it to you all at once, you'll be like, Pew! and that's why, and and that's why it's important that, you know, as he downloads into you and is saying, oh, this, you know, I want you to do this, because sometimes he'll give you stuff years before it's even time to to really to do it. He's he wants, he's like, okay, this is what I want you to have. But you have to mature during that time. You know what I'm saying? So that's what you pray. You say, okay, I hear you. Okay, let me prepare. So it may be, you know that uh, when you're 16, 
you want to get your, or is it 15 and a half now? You're 16 and want to get your driver's license. Okay, how do I prepare for that, right? You got to go to driving school. And before they put you behind the wheel, what you got to do? Be still and let's look at the videos and take the test. Yes, indeed. <laughs> or fail and take the test four times like me. Listen, that may have been because did we study properly or did we go in there thinking we knew it all? Well, during that time, we didn't have to go to driver's ed. So it was just get behind the wheel and go take the test. Yeah. I didn't do prepare. I didn't prepare. Yeah, because we thought we knew it all. Yeah. I'm, so I got my driver's license in Florida. And in Florida, um, you can get you can get it the same day. Like here, you have to get do the written part. Mm -hmm. Then you have to wait and then you go back and get the take the driving part. In Florida, you can just go in and get the thing the same day. So I was able to do that. I got my driver's license in, in one shot. Well, when I went to go and transfer my driver's license, I thought I knew everything because I had been driving for years. I failed. <laughs> I went in there and took the, uh, the written test. No, I don't think I had to take the written test. No. I don't think I took the written test. I think I just had to drive and I failed. Yeah. This I, is four times. Yeah. I didn't, I mean, I didn't fail four times, but I did fail. Four times. Yeah. Yes. Four times. But, um, Thinking about being still also, um, <laughs> long story, we'll talk about it later. Mm -hmm. Maybe she ain't end up, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it was not during our trip to Mississippi. Okay. She didn't get it then. But no, I was, in, in waiting and being still, I was thinking about Abraham and Sarah. Mm. When God gave them the promise, He gave them the promise. This you're going to have a child. He gave them right. that promise, yep. and they waited for it. They waited. I can honestly say they waited, but Sarah decided to take it upon herself. Let me right. help God out, right? And we can't say, "Oh, I wouldn't do that," because we. I think everybody can say, uh, "God gave me a promise, a dream, a vision, or something." And we decided that God was taking too long. And let me help you out. Let me help God out. Right. Um, right. And that's what, look what they got. So it's like, and I'm talking to myself, like we have to be patient. This is a prime example of God's, our timing and God's timing. There's no book on it. Right. So we have to be patient because when we're not patient and we're not still, and we go get things on our own. That's a prime example of what happens. Like you caused this on you yes. did it on your own. Now that you know you want God to help you out, He's like, you help me out. I didn't ask you. Right. So that's just the you know an example. Indeed, that's a. I mean, that's a great example. You know, that is that. I mean, that's a great example, and it caused so much ruckus. Look how yes. many. Look how many people it affected. It affected nations. You know, it wasn't just, yes. and, and we have to remember that too. Like when we make these decisions and we make these choices and it's like, oh yeah, you know, let me help um, <laughs> our audacity. 
yeah, let me help you out, God. Let me go ahead and go before you. It doesn't just affect us. It affects everybody that is around us and attached to us and those who God had for us to minister to, for us to pour into. Now you got to clean up the mess. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's like, um, three drivers driving and they have the directions right there with them. And they just decide that we don't need the instructions. This was before GPS came out. Um, and we just decided that we're going to keep going straight, not look at the instructions, but just keep going straight. That's right. So, not being patient, not following the instructions, not waiting, not trying to figure out, are we still going in the right direction? Just kept going straight. And mm. since we kept going straight, thinking we were going to one state, we ended up in a whole nother state. And what should have taken us 12 hours took mm. us 24 hours. That's right. Because we decided that we knew the way we were going to do what we wanted to do. And we just kept going and didn't stop to ask questions or anything. We just kept going straight. That's true. We missed the turn because we were full speed ahead. See, we was like, oh my gosh, like we're making great time. Yeah, because you're not paying attention. And we were so full speed ahead. And then had to turn around. Yeah, pay attention. <laughs> Yes. Pay attention. Yes, yes. So mm -hmm. we have um, be still. We have um, prepare. Um, what is another thing that we feel um, that we that can be done while we are in the waiting room, waiting on God to move? Um, I'm going to say rejoice. We have to praise Him. And a lot of times we get, um, we can get to a place where we're like so uh, complacent or we get frustrated, mm -hmm. right? And at first we're like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. This is happening. And then when it doesn't happen, when we want it to happen, then we get frustrated and we're complaining. You know, we're talking about, oh my gosh, I can't believe that this is not happening right now because he is waiting for you to be quiet. Mm -hmm. He, think of look at the children of Israel. Look how long it took them to get to the promised land because they were constantly complaining, 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 and walking walking in circles, goofballs, walking in circles because they couldn't be quiet and listen to him say, "Here's your exit." Yeah, here's your yeah. exit. You know, but we have to rejoice during that time. And we have to we have to look at the bigger picture. So so often we get caught into seeing what we see right in front of us. Mm -hmm. And we're not, we're not um we're not at the at the level where we can really see, you know, what the full picture. We have to look at the full picture. And and we have to see things and hear things in the spirit and not just in the natural because then you're like then we also we get frustrated because you already know if it's something that god has for you to do 
and it's really going to be bringing people to Christ, the enemy is going to distract you in any way that he can. And you're going to be looking, you're going to be like, oh, I know the enemy is coming. And you're looking for him to come through the front door and he's coming through the window on the second floor. Yes. And you're going to get so distracted and distraught. You're going to start complaining. You're going to start worrying like Sarah did. Oh, I'm getting too old and it's never going to happen. Listen, listen, you are, if, if you are breathing, yeah. There is opportunity for God to use you. Don't don't ever we can't get up so we have to rejoice and keep that praise. We have to praise. Even the more when the things the things that are uh, in front of you and around you is going cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Praise it away. What what was that stuff? Shout it out. How about that? <laughs> Uh, I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly. My gosh, rejoice. And that's one of the hardest things to do when you are waiting and anticipating the promise is to rejoice, to keep the right attitude, yeah. uh, to you know understand that it's working. All things are working for your good, even Amen. this process. Um, it's, one, it's easy to say, but it's hard to, to do and to express. Oh yeah, um, yeah. That's that's like you're going to a, a game and your team is losing. You're not gonna say that. Yeah, yeah. You mad? You're mad. Right, right. You know? and that's our natural reaction. It's not going my way. I, what do I have to rejoice about? Right. But like you said, rejoice at the fact that you know God made you a promise. It's not here yet, but you know it's coming. Come on, so, concentrate. Yeah. Yes, concentrate yeah. on the on the promise. Yes, you have to stay focused on that. Yes. You know, that's that's number four. Stay focused. Yes. Stay yeah. focused. You know, you have to. And now when we say stay focused or when I say stay focused, that means, yes, yeah, stay focused on the promise. But don't forget who has made you the promise. Yeah. Stay focused on God, you know, because it's seek God. And then all the other stuff will be added onto you. Yes. Yes. Stay focused. That's just like, you know, when you're driving, you have to stay focused on the road. You have to mm -hmm. focus on, you know, what's in front of you. They don't say you can't drive forward looking backwards. You have to stay focused. So that's a real good one. Stay focused. Yeah. Yeah. It's yes. a good one. Yes, ma'am. So I have one. Understand that something new is being birthed. Mm. We are in the waiting room, waiting on God. It's not a easy process. You're going through changes. You're going through transformation. You have thoughts. Everything that you have been used to begins to change internally. You know, when you are, um, when you are going through that process, you know, when you're pregnant, it's nine months that your body is changing. Yeah. You go from a small size, your body is enlarging, your mindset change because your sleeping patterns have changed. Yeah. Your food, everything you, that you're used to, it begins to change. Mm. It's not a good process because you don't know what to expect from day to day. That's right. So that's just like the birthing process in, you know, we're talking about in the spirit. 
it's you don't know what to expect. And just like that child is relying on you for everything that they need, they're relying on you to feed them their food, to drink, they're relying on you to make sure that you're getting checked up. That's how we're supposed to rely on God during this process. Mm. God, I don't know what you're doing. I can't see it, but I'm relying on you for everything. And that's why also it says, give us this day our daily bread. Amen. The baby's relying on the mother daily. We have to rely on God daily during this process. Mm. Oh my goodness. Yes. This reminds me of a, um, of a, like a little story that I read and some of you may have uh, read it before. I don't know where I saw it at, Um, but it was, it was a dog and the elephant that were pregnant and they were, um, they became pregnant at the same time. The dog was pregnant, gave birth to a litter of puppies and then came back and was like, oh, yeah. You know, it's like with Thompson, the elephant was like, you still pregnant? The dog gave birth to three litters of puppies and the elephant was still pregnant. And it was like, you're not pregnant. You know, I've already given birth to three litters of puppies and here you are. You still pregnant. And the moral of the story is, is that don't be so intimidated or impressed when other people are constantly giving birth, right? Or things are happening or changing in their life so quickly. And you're still here and you're like, but Lord, I've been carrying this thing for two years. And it says, because when I birth, when mine hits the ground, people will know. It's going to shake things up. And people will know that it is here and it is strong. And it is, it's, it's something that is, you know, it it's birth and it's big at that time. So no, we can't be intimidated because, and even with that, the elephant only gives birth to one elephant at a time. The puppy can sometimes have a litter of about three, five, seven. I don't know how many it is, but it has a lot at the same time. Don't be intimidated by that because they're four and five and six little things that they're doing and not no no shade or disrespect to people who have a lot of things going on. But your one thing that's taking so long, it will change. It's going to make a major change. And when yours hits the ground and when it is walking through there, it's going to be so majestic and it's going to change so many lives. And that is what you have to make sure that you are focused on. Don't look at what's going on within other people's lives. Yes, rejoice with them, support them, but don't be intimidated by them. When you was talking and said that, I'm like, oh my gosh. Turn your volume up. Yes. I can hear you a little bit, but you don't say, maybe it's me. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Better. When you were talking, it, oh my gosh, it just, So much came to me because that's the problem. We are all, we're focused on what you're giving birth to, what you're giving birth to, but what is God birthing in you? That's right. 
And it's like, we all have our seasons and we miss, so many people miss their season and what God is doing in their life because I'm too busy worried about, I'm comparing myself to you and what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And comparison is the number one thief when you are birthing something. Come on. Because I miss my, that's just like me and Angie both pregnant at the same time and or our daughter's pregnant at the same time. And I'm so busy where, oh, Angie, she's going to give birth that I miss what's going on in my daughter's life and what she's birthing in this season. And when God births something in you and you miss it because you're focused on something else, that's something that you cannot get back. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. You got, you have to stay focused on that. And like I said, yes, of course you want to, yes, you support them. If, yes. if they doing the right thing you support them you know you encourage them yes you feed you pour into them but never ever lose sight of what god is doing in and through you yes you cannot yeah. oh my gosh you cannot that's right that i mean comparison it is a thief it is a yes. thief of your time yes. it is a thief of uh, your wasted space in your mind Yes, that's it. My goodness, yes. Focus on your own lane instead of others because you will miss your chance to move when God says move because you're focused on someone else. That's right. That's right. You know, you you do have to, and and you have to learn to walk with you, Bible God, because we're not saying be selfish. You know, we want to support others and rejoice with them. It says rejoice. When your sister and your brother rejoice, rejoice with them. When they cry, you cry with them too, you know, and we have to be there to encourage other people. But yeah, don't look at them with a green eye. And when I say with green eye, with, you know, in jealousy or just like, oh, woe is me. I don't have them. It's been some projects that uh, God has, has said, you know, do this. And it's like, okay, I'm ready. And it's like, no, I'm not. Okay, wait a minute. And then somebody else would do it. And I'd be like, oh, man, I missed my chance. No, you didn't. It's not your time. You're still perfecting your craft. And yours is going to be different anyway. Because you're different. They have their audience and the people that are attached to them. And it could, even, even if it is still the same people, you add on to it. It's you know when it's your time, it's your time. Yeah, and that's that's I feel like that's one thing too, what you just said. Um God's timing, recognizing when is God's timing. Amen. Um I think about in the Bible, the man who um he waited. For so many years and he kept saying everybody's jumping ahead of me they're they're going ahead of me mm-hmm. and it's like step in right. and sometimes we can step in at the wrong time but sometimes the time the timing is right here but right. we're so used to, to the condition of i don't know i'm used to to this bondage i'm used to this situation i don't want to change and i'm i'm just god's telling you like now is the time but you're stuck you don't you don't want to move Right. And it's like so many things have come to say, now is the time. Now is your time. God is speaking to you. This is your season. It's time for you to move into new territories. Time to do new things. You've waited long enough. The wait right. is 
Right. But sometimes we don't recognize when God says now is the time. Mm, that's that's so true. That's so true. And that brings me to be careful of who's in your circle. Be careful of who and what you're attached to. Because you need to be around people who are going to, yes, you want them to encourage you. And I'm not saying be around yes people. There's a difference. There's a difference in when people are going to um, encourage you and a difference in when people are just like, oh, yeah, yeah, girl, that that's fine. I saw a picture today. I saw a picture today. And it was this girl she had on she had this uh like this crinkly weave in her hair but the top of her hair was short and it was like just mad it didn't match at all and i said she don't have people around her that love her they don't love her at all because there's no way that you will allow your friend your sister to um to walk out the house like that shorty get your life right come here sister let me help you Somehow, some way, you need to make sure that the people that are around you, that are in your circle, that you're attached to, are going to be there to encourage you. And it might be somebody who's going to be like, "No, nah, not I don't know. Maybe you need to, maybe you need to, you want to learn how to swim. I mean, you want to, I don't know, be a pilot. How have you went to pilot school? Like, have you done? So somebody who is there who's going to push you in the right direction. And somebody that's going to call you out on it. Yeah. That's your friend. That's what a friend is. That's what a sister is. Somebody who's going to call you on your crap, whether it's good or it's bad. I love yes. you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> when you were talking, I was reminded, and I know everybody knows this story because it made Nash, it made new, the news. Okay. The girl who had her hair and she wanted her hair to stay. And the friend was with her. She's in the bathroom and she takes the Gorilla Glue and glues it all in her head. Now, I mean, she did. That girl was on TV scratching. She was hitting her head. Her hair did not move. And I'm sitting here like all the warning signs was there. It says Gorilla Glue. It says not for this, not for that. All of these great things. I know you wanted to go out, but you had all the warning signs right there. And if I'm not mistaken, I think her friend was there with her too. That's crazy. Snatch the glue. Even if you think that she's going to be bad, you cannot allow, you say you love me, but you're going to let me walk out here in front of this bus and get hit. You don't love me. Because even if it's, and, and I get it that sometimes, yes, there is that, there's that, well, I've tried to say something to them before, yes. you know, and sometimes you're like, okay, I, I hold my hands up to that. And they're just going to have to learn the lesson. A lot of times we do that with our children, right? I've, I've said, don't touch that fire. Don't touch that fire. Don't touch that fire. And that fourth time, like, go ahead, touch it. Because you have, you're going to have to see for yourself. So, yes, I do get that there's sometimes that, you know, that you, you do have to allow a person to have that experience. And they have to go through it on their own. But at least I was there to tell you, Jordy, don't do that. Yeah, if it's a matter of life or death. Snatch that glue out the hand and throw it out the window. <laughs> yeah. Right. I what while you were talking, 
I got another one. Okay. Um, pay attention to the signs. Good. Yeah. Uh, when you're the when you're getting ready to give birth, there are signs. Yeah. The water breaks. Your yes. contractions they go from 20, 10, 5. This is it. Mm. Um, we have to pay attention to the signs when we're waiting, good and bad. It's easy to pay attention to the good, but sometimes we get those warning signs. This is not the right direction. Right. Um, I'm trying to warn you. And sometimes we get the good signs. You're moving in the right direction and we get scared and we just stop. Yes. So we have to pay attention to all of the signs, good and bad. Yes, 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 yes. Oh my goodness. We definitely have to. That reminds me of the uh, the game we used to play. You hot, you cold. Yes. You know, as you get closer, you're like, oh, okay, you're getting hot, you're getting hot. Yes. Going in the other wrong direction. It's like, oh, you're getting cold. Yes. Shoot, but something was flipped. Because you, oh, you don't want to go to the hot place. <laughs> don't oh my go God. to the hot place. Don't look into the light, Caroline. Oh my gosh. Mm -mm. Yeah. And um, I thought about a scripture. We all know it. Um, wait a minute. Which one? Okay. Um, we all know it. They that wait, on, wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. So while we're waiting, we're actually being strengthened by God because he's a part of this process. You know, and when you think about the eagle mounting up the wings, we know the eagle is one of the greatest birds that was ever created. They fly high. They You recognize when you see an eagle. Ooh, and it yeah. says that we will run, meaning we're running during this process, but we won't get weary. Why won't we get weary? Because God is carrying us through this waiting process. Mm. And, you know, he says you will walk and not faint. We're walking, but yeah. it's saying that we will not faint. You know, sometimes we walk. I know for me, I get tired. I'm like, oh my gosh, when am I going to get there? But yeah. it's something like God is carrying us through this process that you will not faint. Nobody Absolutely. can make this promise that I will renew you while you're waiting. I will give you the strength of an eagle that you will not be weary. Wow. Nobody can do that but God. Wow. That's the, indeed, that's true. That is so true. Because... Think about when you when you are um, preparing when somebody is preparing for a um, for a marathon or even I what's that thing called a triathlon where you're mm -hmm. doing a bunch of different things mm -hmm. as your we'll just go with marathon because I know what that is <laughs> <laughs> but you're waiting for you know you're preparing for that. Yeah. And you're starting out. It's very rare that people just start and they're just like, okay, going to run. Even runners take the time to warm up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? They might start off with a, a, a hard walk, right? And then go into a, a light jog and then take off running. Even when they're standing out there and they are doing the little races. They're out there, they're doing whatever. They're warming their bodies up. During that time, as you're preparing to run and not be weary, and it's because as they're building up their endurance, they're building up their stamina, 
all the things that we go through in life, this is what is building us. This is building our faith in God, which also gives us strength, right? Because now we're able to endure some things. God has delivered me from this. I'll be able to get through it the next time or if something else comes. So as we're going through things, learn the lesson. Don't take it as an L or actually it is an L, but turn that lose into lesson, right? So, yes. When you was talking about the race. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the race given to not the swift, but go ahead. When you was talking about the race and, and losing, uh, I got that one. Don't disqualify yourself. When we are waiting, we can disqualify ourselves for so many different things because we feel like, God, I did something wrong or I'm not supposed to be here. In the waiting process, the enemy will talk to us and tell us all types of things. You're not qualified. You shouldn't be here. You shouldn't be doing this. But don't allow the enemy and don't allow yourself, ourselves, to talk ourselves out of where God has qualified us to be. Amen. Girl, this is why this why this why this Angie and Renee, because we be we be playing we be playing tennis we be tapping each other in, because earlier I was gonna say don't think that you are not worthy to be there, and when I say worthy, not thinking mightily of yourself, you're thinking okay, well, you know now we hear this thing called imposter syndrome. And that is a trick of the enemy. If you know that you have done the work, you know that, um, and sometimes, you know, you might have somebody in there that's like, oh my gosh, this was so hard for me. And you're like, well, it wasn't that hard for me. Maybe I shouldn't be here because it just comes, just came naturally to me. You know, maybe I should, maybe it should be harder than it is. No, if God has given that to you, some of us are just, we can just, we're just naturals at certain things. And not to say we should take it for granted, but if we know that God has ordained for us to be here and to go there and to do this, he said, I want you to do it. He didn't say, oh, Angie, can, um, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to tell you about it, but I want Shaquan to do it. No, he gave it to me and he said, I want you to do it. So if he told you then that, yes, you're worthy to do it and stop stop with all that foolishness of uh, the uh, imposter syndrome. That's so crazy. Yes, I feel like we have like, we, <laughs> we have covered the waiting room, um, <laughs> what to do, um, you know, to be patient, be still, um, don't think you're not worthy. Don't disqualify yourself. Um, how to wait. Pay attention to the signs, good and bad. Be careful what you attach yourself to. Um, understand God's timing during that process. Comparison. Don't compare yourself. Um, mm. Understand that something new is being birthed. Stay focused on God. Rejoice. Be still during the process and prepared during the process. Amen. Amen. That's right. Wait on God, although it's hard. That's right. It may be hard. Yes. 
it may be hard but i mean come on is everything that um everything that you go through is it always easy no but what did god say yeah yeah my burden what did he say my yoke will be easy and my love my what and my burden light yes yes I couldn't get the words out, child. <laughs> like, what did he say again? Yes. Yes. My yoke will be easy and my burden will be light. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I'm looking at the statement where it says, waiting on God, um, wait on God, although it's hard. It is hard. And when we don't wait, we don't know what we're getting ourselves into. Um, I was watching something last night and a singer who I just I loved and cried when she passed away. Her last text message to um, her boyfriend was um, she got on a plane and she looked and she said, I don't really want to feel comfortable getting on this plane. It scares me. Mm. Um, and he said, don't get on it. Mm. She got on the plane because she was in a rush and she wanted to get home um, and she didn't make it. When we see warning signs and we don't wait and we want to go ahead, even though that sign was right there, she said it, he said it, she had it in front of her, but she still went ahead instead of waiting. When we do that and don't wait, this goes back to what we talked about earlier. We don't know the damage and we don't know the danger that we could be doing to our destiny when we don't mm. wait. Mm. Whew. Slow down slow down all right renee come on we gotta give them one more we had 11 we're gonna give them 12. what you got okay um number 12. number 12. what we already know if god said it it's going to come to pass you just have to do your part hallelujah trust him yes you summed it up trust him Yes. <laughs> trust God. That part. Trust God. Yeah. Trust God. Um, we trust him enough to put it on our money, mm. but we carry the money everywhere we go. But can we say that we really trust him the way that we trust him, the way that they stamp that on that money and God we trust? Mm. Do we trust him that much? Whew. See, that that's the thing is that we have to trust God. A lot of times we're we're putting our trust in ourselves. Yes. Like get flesh, shut up. Like flesh, sit down somewhere. This one she said, what she say? Uh she said, when when we operate in the spirit, life gets simpler. Yes. And it does. And now there has to be that balance. I remember that was. That's one thing I will never, ever, ever, ever forget that um, Apostle Apostle Fulgham said. Yes, he did. And he said, you have to have balance in your life. You can't be so heavenly high that you're no earthly good. There has to be balance in that. And yes, you do have, life gets simpler when you operate in the spirit. It does. And there's some things that you just have to, you have to see these things in the spirit and you have to walk in the spirit you have to just trust you trusting god stop trusting what's on the outside and say oh i can't see it 
Have you looked with your spiritual eye? Because it's right there in front of you. It's right there in front of you. Mm -mm. She even gave us a 13. Now we got to go to 14. It I, has I to be it. even. I got it. Oh, I can't wait. Let's see. Yes. Lots of times when we are waiting, people, we tend to forget who we are uh, because we're going through a process. We're going through a change. You are the same person that went into this process. Mm. Um, you know, God may be changing you, but don't forget who you are. Mm. Um, you know, we forget that I'm going through, um, I'm losing this or I lost this, but you still are the same person. You are. And lots of times that we're going through that process, you may begin to transform into the person that you see around you. Like you said, I'm looking at you. I want to become you mm -mm. while I'm going through the process because you look, look like you're not going through anything. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> you don't want to walk in these shoes. <laughs> You do not want to walk in these shoes. Yeah. It is by the grace of God that you see it as it being easy for that person. Yes. You don't know what goes on under all that makeup, under that wig, under that, uh, what you put that thing on, that your body trainer. You don't know what's going on after that, under that. Behind those closed doors, they always say, you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. You don't. Yeah. So yes, they, you know, it's by the grace of God that people are able to, to still, to make it look easy, Yeah. but it's not, it's not always. Now, sometimes it is, yeah. but that's when you have to let your faith kick in, Yes. you know, and say, okay, I trust you, God. So we're going to go ahead and go through this. Yes, that's right. Identify your identity in Christ. Yes. Mm -hmm. well we always end with an inspiring moment or angie moment before we go into our moments do you have anything <laughs> before we go into our moment um great show i enjoyed this <laughs> i did i did i enjoyed this like i'm gonna be honest i didn't prepare for this at all can I tell you another secret? What? I had forgot what the topic was. <laughs> I was honestly sitting here. Um, yeah, I was working today and I was like, what? And I was like, okay, our topic is a waiting room. And I was just like going through it. I was like, okay, let me jot down some notes. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. That, that, I'm, that was God. <laughs> <laughs> But that, but you know, but that's, that's what, um, that's what makes the, the difference though. But that's, that's how, when you know that, um, that's always that, you know, with Angie and Renee, I don't, I don't take it lightly because we honestly, like we do, we feed off of each other. And that's why during the show, you all will hear, you all will hear while you were saying it, I thought of this. And it's like, you know, we tagging each other in and I absolutely, and I'm saying this publicly, uh, Renee, 
I absolutely enjoy this so much and I could not have um, done this with anybody else. I couldn't have. And um, it, it was, it made me sad. You know, I knew we needed the break. We needed the time, but I'm so glad that we're back. And I, and I just feel like we're just in sync again. So I, I just, I love you and I appreciate you more than, you know, Thank you. I love you too. I I miss the show too. And and what people don't know is that sometimes it's a struggle for us to, yeah. um, you know, say okay, we're going to do this. We're going to commit because we have um, our plates are full with a mm. lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, but I feel like we're moving more in a direction of uh, ministry and purpose and. Mm -hmm. um, it's birthing, you know, us coming out, even me, because I believe it or not, I'm, I'm just, I'm a homebody and I'm like in my little bubble by myself. And yes, I'm okay, is. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> you you know? don't even answer the phone when I call it sometimes and I be in my feelings all day today. <laughs> so I, so it's, it's just, it's bringing out a different side, um, mm -hmm. for us. So for yeah. me too, but I, I love and I love you and I enjoy the show too. Yeah. Um, and we're also a podcast. Um, yes, I'm throwing a plug in here. Uh, we're a podcast too on all major platforms. So that's just an extra plug. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Like our page here on uh, Facebook, share, tag, share. Yes. What they say, like, share, and tag. Yes. Yeah. Subscribe. Subscribe. Yes. And subscribe on YouTube as well. But um my um oh thank you patrice and thank you miss trina thank you to miko blossom thick tracy um it was somebody else on here that i, I i'm not sure who was it it was somebody else that was watching um, everybody that was on here this evening yes i just was, dang, was, your name? waldron waldron thank you yes. thank you everybody for watching we do not take it lightly we don't. Um, and so my, my Angie moment is, is just to, I encourage you to uh, surround yourself with people who are going to pour into you, that are going to encourage you, that are going to push you, but are going to call you on it when, you know, right or wrong. They're going to be, um, I, it was something that somebody was saying the other day. And they were like, you don't want to be around people who are just your cheerleader. Mm -hmm. You want to be around people who are also going to be your teachers, who are going to be your encouragers. So, but you still need that balance. You need somebody to cheer you on and to be there, you know, when you're down, when you're sick. And that's when you know who your real friends are or your tribe is. Yeah. Those that, you know, are, there's no judgment there. And if it is, you know... It's not like I'm condemning you. There's no condemnation there. Mm -hmm. So you, and I also, I encourage you to be open to receive that when they give it to you, because these, if these people are in your circle and this is your tribe, these are your friends, these are your sisters and your brothers, be open to receive what it is that they're saying, because they're not going to say anything that's going to hurt you. Yeah. They're actually there to help you. When you go and you have surgery, they cut you open and they cut out the bad part. Right. And sometimes you have to take out the bad stuff. I, I, I'm not sure. I may have said it before or everybody already know. In January, I had to have a full hip replacement. They had to take because I broke it. 
I couldn't walk around with a broken hip and it was beyond repair. It had to be replaced. So when you're going in surgery, they have to open you up, take out the bed and put in a new. That's what your that's what your tribe does for you. So just be open to receive that and surround yourself with people who are going to love and encourage you. Yes. <laughs> just put a few things. Surround yourself with the right people. Be open to receive the good and the bad. And we do have to be open um, to receive the good and the bad. I had two weeks ago, Angie came to me and I was just like, <laughs> yep that's how our face was yeah and automatically i went on defense mode mm. and i was convicted i was like you need to shut up and you need to listen mm. and i had to shut up and i listened and i had to shut up and listen <laughs> yes but she knew it was all in love it was and it because was. and because i love her yeah and I don't be, and I, I'm not going to allow anything to stun her growth. And she does that for me too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, you're, if you are around people that everything that, that they say to you feels good all the, all the time, yeah, you might be around the wrong people. Yeah. 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 Cause ain't nobody in this joint perfect. No, but if you love me, you will correct me and exactly. I will receive it in love yeah because some people that because you already know how i feel about that i'm telling my truth i'm keeping it 100 shut up yeah, <laughs> yeah. and accept the 100 right accept right it. accept it but thank you all for watching um yeah. next week is our thumbs up thumbs down um i don't know probably i think so because that's the last last thursday of the month right oh yes 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 it is yeah okay we have some good thumbs no, up thumbs down for back. next week we have some good ones so yeah we do get yeah. back cat it does go both ways it does it does yeah. go both ways. so you all have a good night we'll see you next week at 7 p.m next thursday youtube facebook also remember check out our podcast all major no. platforms yes Check us out. Bye.